WDEL On Demand, brought to you by Stanley Steamer. Air duct cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Well, dueling stories out of Mexico. A hurricane was about to make landfall, Willem, and that migrant caravan working its way north ever so slowly. CBS News Mexico reporter Adrian Bard, and latest on the hurricane, Adrian. Well, um, Alan, we're expecting the hurricane to make landfall up sort of about an hour or so south of the resort Mazatlan. That's in the state of Sinaloa. People on the east coast may not know it, but it's an older resort, very popular with people from the southwest and Canadians. Um, and uh, a fishing area, big fishing and shrimping area around there. So uh, that's where it's mostly going to be effective, and it is already having some uh, effect on the huge waves pounding there, and um, they're just trying to get the last-minute, any kind of last-minute preparations done that they can. Well, what we were hearing was very intense hurricane, powerful, but not as broad geographically as the two that hit the U.S. uh, earlier. True, and also, you know, um, it did come down in speed and in strength, sorry, um, it, down to Category 3 now, so everyone's relieved about that. But the locals are still saying they don't remember, you know, such a powerful storm hitting that area in recent memory. Got it. And, of course, uh, meanwhile, the uh, political or human misery hurricane, uh, that which is the migrant caravan, what are you hearing about that? Yeah, we're just getting it from all sides here. So um, the interesting thing just came out from the Mexican government just right now, so I'll share it with your listeners. Mexico has received of these uh, this group of, of between around 5,000 to 7,000 migrants. They've received, received 1,700 petitions for asylum in Mexico, which means that the Mexican government strategy for all of this is working uh, to some degree. That's what they're hoping for. And 500 more have chosen to return home. So that accounts for about 2,200 people. Depending on the numbers, you know, it leaves between 3,000 and 5,000 migrants still um, in these various caravans, these various groups trying to pass through Mexico on their way to the United States. The Mexican government strategy would be actually to accept them or just to uh, play a waiting game here because obviously a possibility of acceptance uh, that then diminishes the caravan and the conflict with the Trump administration. Right, but, you know, um, they've said repeatedly here, Alan, that um, Mexican government is not subservient in any way to the migration policies or beliefs of any other government or country in the world. You know, it's not their fault that they're geographically in between Central America and the United States, and they're trying to defuse the situation. My sense is they're trying to defuse it, you know, put out the fires, whereas the feeling is that, um, you know, there's some opposite thing going on in Washington of kind of stirring things up. We're going to send the army. Uh, people here asking, what are they going to do? Fire on pregnant women, on young 18-year-old, 15-year-old kids. You know, those are some of the people in this caravan, and there's absolutely not one shred of evidence that any Middle Eastern terrorist is in this group, by the way. What about, though, that in some form or fashion it was organized? Yeah, there's no doubt that it has been organized. There are organizers. There are people that you can call who are the organizers of these caravans. Um, uh, and they're from different walks of life. Some some of them were you know with activists, and some of them are 
have religious persuasion, but what they're trying to do is help these people get out and get a better life because they're all from one town. Basically, in these, this group, they're all from San Pedro Sula the, in northern Honduras, which is considered the most violent city in the entire continent of America. So, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah, both things are true. Well, which explains uh, when uh, these migrants here, well, they're going to be blocked at the U.S. border or whatever, but when you're fleeing hell or fire, uh, that doesn't necessarily dissuade you. That That's an understandable human emotion. What about the overall Mexican reaction, if you asked a, a person on the street, would, would there be varied reaction or would there be some consensus? Um, there's varied reaction, and I think the breakdown, some people are doing polls on it, you know, analysts here, 80% support them and want to help them, 20% say go back home, we don't need any more people here. Um, why don't why doesn't our Mexican government take care of the poor people and poor communities here first instead of helping the even poorer people? There's some of that by and large, and I've seen it. You know, in the as the caravan vans move through Chiapas and into Mexico, you and it's real. It is really touching to see working class Mexicans are lining the streets with food, with bags of you know crackers, sandwiches, water, clothes um, to to help their who they consider their migrant their their brothers their American, whatever, the regional brothers, Latin American, they really feel for them. I think the overall majority here of people are sympathetic to their plight, their poverty, their fear, their lack of opportunity, and they don't want to turn a blind eye to that. Not to date you, but you have spent a good time uh, of your career in, in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, how does this compare or contrast uh, with, uh, of course, the political dimension uh, that in the United States uh, this is playing in our midterm election? Right, and that's what we haven't seen before. And um, it's sort of like if this were a poker game, someone has, I don't play poker either, but someone has just upped the ante, you know. This situation with migrants coming from Central America through Mexico has been going on for years, decades. And, 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 and what's new here is the stakes being elevated. And by the way, the man who is going to be the foreign minister, which is the secretary of state equivalent in the coming administration, uh, spoke out uh, against the Trump administration yesterday. And he, he said, I'm not surprised that these tweets and these, you know, elevating this to something else because the U.S. electoral process is so so near at hand. So um, that is really the factor that has changed, Alan. All right, Adrienne Bard uh, with her expertise covering Mexico all these years live from Mexico City. Thank you, Adrienne. Good luck. Uh, always a pleasure. Pleasure. CBS News Mexico reporter Adrienne Bard live on WDEL.